0: This is your official spoiler warning. If you haven't seen uh, season twelve, episode fifteen of ER, then uh, and and you ca- you don't want to know what happens. That's an important caveat. Because <laughs> if you haven't, a lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah. I would encourage you to listen to this episode. But if you haven't seen it and you want to, don't want to know what happens. You know, don't listen to this episode. But I would encourage. It doesn't matter. Peace. I hate the word.
1: G'day everyone and welcome to Mission Sachs. Leguizamarama slash er rama a podcast where each week two friends chat about John Leguizamo and everything he's been in. And right now we are smack bang in the thick of er rama as John Leguizamo, the fabulous character actor from Queens, New York, originally, um, he did a big stint on ER and we are watching. Um, sick. My name's Mish. You might know me from having never been to New York. Um, never My dad's an American And I've been to the West Coast But I've never been to New York He's from New York State, yeah? My, my dad Yeah He was from New Jersey Ah, oh, which is not New York State But it's
0: in the tri-state yeah, area Yeah, it
1: is in the tri-state area He's from New Jersey And then he lived most of his life on the West Coast In Santa Cruz, California mm. Big hippie town um, And he started up a lovely little theatre company there Called Mountain View Community Theatre Did he? Yes, he did Very interesting life um, but this isn't a podcast about him. Uh, I'm joined as always by my friend, Zachary Thomas Rouane, who you might, hey, you might know him from. Uh, you might have seen me in New York. Yeah, you've performed there. A, cu- a, cu- a couple of times. That's very cool. Very Anyone cool can experience. perform in New York. Yes.
0: You just put on a show.
1: Very cool though. It's
0: not as indicative of success as people think.
1: No, it is though. If you can do it without without breaking the bank,
0: maybe we broke the bank.
1: Yeah, okay, that's a fair point. <laughs> Let's not discuss
0: your finances
1: on this podcast.
0: Um, no, we have done shows in New York.
1: I'd love to go to New York. My partner and I are constantly planning our next trip, but it always changes. But I think at this stage, it looks like we might go to Japan. Yeah, um, but, a bit of a Weibo. Yeah, well, he's really into the basketball. Right, yeah. He loves the NBA and he wants to do this thing where you follow a team around Ugh. America and, and, and see all their preliminary games. I don't understand. I don't understand how it works, but he really wants to do that. But it looks like he might have to do that without me next year.
0: Because you're not interested.
1: No, of course I'd go if like the option was there. But Actually, I think no, I mean, it's maybe. it's in the middle of it's in the middle of festival season.
0: Mm-hmm. So you got to do your festival shows. I've got to do
1: my festival shows. And mark my words, at this point in time in my life, I'm pretty keen to do the festivals next year. So do them
0: festivals. Yeah,
1: that's I'm I'm. Um, Promoting my festival shows for 2023. Mish is going to be doing festivals for the next five years. Yep, there will be a new
0: show, year. and every then I'm going to
1: do teaching.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. You are put. You are, you are putting yourself out there because Mish is good.
1: Thanks, man. I like to think so. How are you?
0: Good. I would love to go to New York, um, but I'll tell you what. This is this is probably a little bit crazy for me. I prefer LA to New York.
1: Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, the wanker, the wanker in me is very judgy of that, but which is ridiculous because I've never even been to New York. So technically, I do. I prefer LA too because that's the only place I've been to. Mm. Um, yeah,
0: I prefer LA to New York. It's the weather is better. Uh, people are a lot more like chilled out, mm. and Americans that are more chilled out are culturally closer to Australians. They also drive everywhere, Mm. which makes them a little bit more insular, Mm. which means they don't talk to you in elevators in LA. So you get in an elevator and an an LA person doesn't talk to you because they're kind of in their own space. Mm.
1: Sounds like Sydney.
0: Sounds like Melbourne. Sounds like all of Australia. People
1: talk to you in elevators in Melbourne.
0: N- not to the level they talk to you in elevators in New York. Oh, really? In New York, you get in an elevator and they say, oh, you're going up to level seven? And you're like,
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> I found that um, I had a, I've been to America a couple of times, obviously, again, just the West Coast. But um, I find the level of conversation so heavy in America. They all want to have a chat. They do.
0: It's a cultural thing. About
1: Australia. It's often about Australia. Oh, that's because they hear the accent. I remember um, I was probably in year six and we went into a gap. Mm. And this woman comes up to me and she's like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Because I was like 12 or something. I'm like, thank you. She's like, oh, my God, your accent. Are you from Australia? And I was like, "And she's like, your money is so pretty. It is. And it is very pretty money. Yeah. But I just remember that. And she was yeah. really keen to talk to me about all the things. She's like, I love koala bears. <laughs> So you think that's because
0: you're Australian, <laughs> mm. but if it was someone from her town, she would have gone, "Oh my God, we're from the same town." If it was someone from a town over, mm. she would have been like, "Oh my God, I love your town hall."
1: Mm.
0: Americans love to chat, yeah, and I love to chat, mm. and you love to chat, mm. but by Australian standards,
1: yeah, I always by thought the it was
0: Australian level. I
1: always thought it was so interesting. Ever ever since I was a kid, like you'd watch a. a Talk show. Say, mm. look, like, we'll just use... We'll use Oprah as an example, right? Mm-hmm. You watch Oprah and then Oprah's like, I've gotten you a car. And then the person loses their fucking mind and they fall to the ground. They start screaming and weeping and shaking and jumping all over shit. And their family comes running on and they're all screaming and weeping and jumping on shit. If someone offered me a car mm. on a talk show... I would be so thankful and so gracious and humbled by the experience. But I would literally be like, oh, my, thank you. Oh, my God. Oh my thank god. you. That's. Are you sure? Like, really? Yeah. I, oh, my, thank you. Oh, my, god, this is so exciting. Thank you so much. But I wouldn't have a conniption. Mm. I just find that very interesting.
0: I love America. Same. I, I could see my, but it, uh, I, I love America so much. I just think, I think I prefer LA to New York because it's culturally a bit similar to Australia. The weather is amazing. Rain's like 30 days out of the year. I like rain. The food culture in LA, I think food, LA is the best food city I've ever been to. Oh my God. Maybe on, maybe Hong Kong, Hong Kong and LA. Wow. Um, just cause it's got an amazing immigrant culture. So it's just got like, you can get most cuisines. Okay. Yeah. I love LA. I
1: need to go back. I haven't been, I haven't been back for a very long time, but I should go back. Yeah. I have a real soft spot for Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is really beautiful. Where's Santa Cruz? That's north. Up the coast. So Up like north? half, kind of like halfway between LA and San Francisco. How oh, cute. It's such a nice, near San Diego. San Diego airport is about an hour from
0: well, San Diego is south of LA, I think.
1: Mm, then it's not San Diego.
0: Maybe I'm wrong.
1: I think, I don't know. I probably it's about are. an hour's drive from San Diego airport. That's cool. Yeah. I love Santa Cruz. Highly, highly recommend Santa Cruz. I'd love to see more of America. I, I want to drive it. I want to go do, to middle America.
0: I've always wanted to do, and I've talked about this, I've always wanted to do Disneyland to Disney World.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which Drive which, from LA to Florida. Which is, a yeah, LA to Florida which I think would oh, be Oh, Anaheim, cause, yeah. Because then you're through – well, Anaheim is L.A. Like, they're connected pretty much. Oh. But then you do – yeah, you drive through um, – Vegas. Vegas, um, Arizona. New Mexico. New Mexico. Texas. Texas. And I'd love to see, like, all the alien-y stuff in New oh, Mexico. Roswell. And, like, yeah. Oh. And then, like, I've never really seen small-town America. Same. I've never really seen – I've only ever seen the cities. Same. Um, and I really like, cause Texas very, very, very culturally similar to Australia. Mm. Texas is a lot like Australia.
1: I really want to do the South. Like I want to go up the Mississippi. That'd mm. be really
0: cool. See Disneyland to Disney world. Cause you go, you can do a bit of the South.
1: Yeah. Florida through... doesn't necessarily appeal to me too much.
0: I'd go to Atlanta. But You're a summer boy. Aren't you? Oh, I love summer. Yeah, yeah.
1: See, that's a big difference between you and me. I like winter. I would go, I would much prefer to go to New York in winter than I would to New York in summer. New York in summer is full on.
0: I went to New York, I think the first time I went to New York, it was a snowstorm, like yeah. unseasonable snowstorm. And I went there I, I um, and uh, uh, someone that we work with, our, our manager who's lived in New York his whole life, he was like... I was like, Oh, it's so cool. It's snowing in the city. I said that to him. I'm like, I've seen snow, but you go up to the mountains for snow in Australia. Like you have to go to like a snow place. The idea it's snowing in the city, the Mm. idea of it being this cold in a city, but the idea of it snowing in the city is so weird to me. And he was like, I hate the snow. I hate it. Um, and then he was like, you just wait, you wait till the end of this week you'll hate the snow too, and I did. It was just like, because then the snow's everywhere, and where does it go? It was just piles of snow, and then I slipped a lot. (laughs) It's also really cold. Um, No, I do do love New York.
1: Mm.
0: I love that you can walk it. I'm Mm. a walker, and that's what I struggled with. But LA... I think that LA, since Uber has come around and since like rideshare has come around is a lot better. And also even since I've been going there and I've only been going there like five, like under 10 years, it's become a more walkable city. It's more about the neighborhoods yeah. now. Like, you know, if you're in Hollywood or if you're in, um... What's your favorite part of LA? Um... I didn't see much of like, everyone kind of lived, lived out in like Silver Lake, like all Mm -hmm. the, like, but I, I think I love, I I was me and Mark from Auntie Donna when we were there, we lived in Hollywood. Like we lived Mm. literally like two blocks from the Chinese theater and it's full on there. There's like a lot of homelessness and and it's really confronting in a lot of ways. But, um, I, I love the old history of, of. Like I love, old Hollywood. I love it. Like there, there's a lot about Hollywood that I love, mm. but probably just um, west of it. I'm trying to think of the name of the suburb, but um, uh, west near- Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking east. Actually, east of Hollywood is uh, it's just east of Griffith Park. There's a, there's sort of a lot of houses and really cool architecture and like Spanish architecture. It's also old Hollywood. It's where they all lived. Like, all the old Hollywood people mm. lived in, like, the 20s and stuff, and it's got all the old oh, that's Hollywood cool. houses. Um, that area is really, really nice, so it's really cool. But, but um, I, I, think, I think for me it's Hollywood. It's as so crazy as that is. I wouldn't want to live
1: hypothetically, there. Hypothetically, yeah. someone comes to you with a, a, a big gun.
0: <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> and they say to you, I, you have to go and live. Overseas, I love
0: right? that you, you've gone with a gun rather than a million dollars. Yeah
1: no. no. <laughs> Fuck. No, it's a threat. Someone
0: said, Hey, you've got a part on ER that reboot.
1: <laughs> no, okay, no, just hypothetically, if you had to go and live somewhere outside of Australia for one year, a full year, where and it's, all expenses paid, so money's not an issue.
0: It's not career based or nah, anything.
1: No, nah, one year. Where would you like to live for one year?
0: Um one year. Mm. it's hard because I love New Zealand. I mm-hmm. really love New Zealand. Like a big part of me would say Wellington. Or yeah, Western. I think that the
1: fact that it's one, if it was five years, it's a different answer for me. If it was three months, it's a different answer, but it's one year.
0: So five years, I'd go New Zealand because it's mm-hmm. close yep. to home. I love New Zealand. One year, probably it, it toss-up between like, I haven't been to many places in Asia. Hong Kong is very high on my list. Um, but I haven't been to other places to say whether it would be there, but I would say LA. I would, I, I, I mean, I would do another, like, cause I did six months there.
1: Yeah. I would say New York. I've never been there, but I just know that I'd, I'd want to be there for a year.
0: Give both a month. I reckon you're an LA girl too.
1: <laughs> Deep down
0: inside. I reckon you are. Yeah, maybe. I reckon you are. I think. I
1: love California. You'd... I just, I didn't love LA. How but long were you there for? Not long. Like a week
0: it's but like I haven't
1: it. been back, I haven't been back to the states for so long, but um I just i I want to go to New York so bad. anyone I've ever
0: met that's visited l a hated it l a is good when you're there for a
1: bit, yeah, because you were there for a long time, weren't you, but also How long like did you w- live there for
0: like five or six months, yeah, yeah. but I was in a weird <laughs> headspace, but it, I would have <laughs> liked it more if I've been, in, but I liked l a hmm. and I think but even then like. I've been there a lot for work. And if you're there for work, it's kind of fun. If you're doing meetings, it's it's fun in that sense. I don't think it would be great to, I would love to visit it now because, but it's, you have to know where you're going to. Mm -hmm. It's not like there's not many, it's not about like seeing things. It's about experience. Experience of the place. Yeah. You know, so, but it's one of those places. London was the same for me. Where I, I didn't love it the first time I went, but then the second, third time I went, I, I really yeah. started to get into it. I hated London the first time I went.
1: Really? I liked London a lot. I've only been to London once, but yeah. I really liked London. I was 26, 27, and I really liked London.
0: I love London now. Mm. But again, it's a different thing. It's also like...
1: I loved Edinburgh.
0: I love Edinburgh. Mm. But LA, LA is my place because it's so beautiful and sunny. It's like Mm. Perth, but there's people there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads
0: and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? This is a uh, episode 15. Mm-hmm. Season-, season 12. Donnie Darko's cool diabetic science teacher is back. <laughs> But unfortunately, his story has absolutely nothing to do with Clemente and is set in Four and is about possibly the most full-on stuff imaginable, so we probably won't talk about it. Meanwhile, back at the ER, Clemente <laughs> wants to come back to work and is shocked that there is reticence from his colleagues just because he went missing in action for a week and is also a suspect in an attempted murder case. Why are not they let him come back to work? Also, 8 Mile and Bend It Like Black Beckham clash about. Some stuff
1: I think this What well, I just I want to make a comment on So Noah Wiley Comes back right This is Let's not talk about His storyline too much But I will say That the opening shot Is this spanning shot Across stuff 4 And it's like Goes into these Different tents And you see Different patients And different people And then all of a sudden Noah Wiley appears mm. And it's this big thing I didn't know who he was So I was just like Oh cool You
0: didn't know Noah Wiley was like nah. An ER person No I did
1: know that But I don't I, Like if you'd showed me Noah Wiley's face Ah I wouldn't go. Oh, it's Noah Wiley. I would just be like, Oh, I know that guy from somewhere. But like for me, it was just like, Oh, they're introducing a new character, or this is the story of this this episode. But I think it was meant to have a lot more impact because, as we know, here at ERarama, Noah Wiley had the longest run on ER history, um, which ended in season eleven. After I looked it up, so and so 12. this is the first time he's come back in a whole wow. year. And I think because he was such a popular character on AR, it was meant to have this huge impact. But I was just like, oh, cool. That's nice. That's Noah Wiley.
0: And then that would have just been a way to write him out at the end of 11 and then like, oh, we're there with him. Yeah,
1: I don't know where, because obviously we haven't watched ER previous to Johnny Legs's episodes. I don't I've know where a, he went. I've
0: watched a couple of season one episodes. Is it fun? It is. Do you know what's really funny is Noah Wiley plays like... He's like the really bumbly sort of attendant. He's like the young, I don't know what I'm doing character, right? And it's funny because by the time, like by season 10, he is the, he's kind of the George Clooney of the show. Oh, very cool. He takes on that mantle and then he's gone and then they become, but yeah, I agree. Watching this, it was very strange because to our experience, we've come in at season 12 Mm -hmm. To go for the A line for the main narrative of the story mm. to be about a character we haven't watched in a in Darfur mm. in a in a like a I think I think it's meant to be Medicine Sans Frontier but like a made up version yeah. of it. Apologies if it's a real organization,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it, I my guess is it's. It's a weird thing because it, it has nothing to do with anything. No. And, and it's also about some very full on stuff. It's also very interesting. It's, I love the um, blind optimism of network television oh. to be like, I reckon I can tackle this topic that's happening right yeah,
1: now. Yeah. It's, it's so full on. This episode as well had no lightness. No. Like, there's a lot of bom bom bomb in ER, in medical dramas. They always throw in a story. Like, last week, as we all remember, it was a little bit of bom bomb bomb. He's going to date a man.
0: Yeah, a bit of homophobia. Bit A bit
1: of cheeky homophobia.
0: Homophobia. Um,
1: That's episode... what we call
0: it when it's, like, cute 2005 <laughs> homophobia. <laughs> a little bit of homophobia. A little bit of homie.
1: Um, this episode had no lightness. It was very heavy because we went from all the heavy stuff happening in Darfur to what was happening in the ER, which was equally fucking heavy. Um but Johnny Legs was there.
0: <laughs> Johnny Legs was there.
1: And um and I will say, um ER loves to fuck with Clemente's character really hard and make him different every episode. Very similar Clemente to what we were dealing with last week. So that was nice.
0: We yeah, we had consist consistency of Clemente. Clemente I think they consistency. They found Clemente. Yeah. They've found him and thank God. Thank
1: God for that.
0: Um so what are we where where what was happening with Clemente?
1: Um so last week he everyone thought he'd killed his girlfriend or shot his girlfriend. Mm. And she was the only one who could prove that he didn't. And so the end of last week's episode it's like she has to wake up to clear his name. Yeah. And then, like a third of the way through this episode, she wakes up. Yeah, she's she, Jody is alive, which is great. Good. And um, he goes, "Oh my god, you're alive! You have to tell like almost instantly. You have to tell the police I didn't do this, Jody." Yeah. No, wait. This is at the end of the episode. Sorry. Yeah, you time. have to. You have to tell the police. That- Spoiler warning. <laughs> We've already done it. <laughs> um, it's it's a it's very full on. This storyline of Clemente's is so full on and juicy. Um but little sneaky thing, Bobby, the corrupt cop husband of Jody, is now getting him on the blower. Yeah. And they're having chats on the phone.
0: He's calling him up and saying... And
1: being like, oh... Because he was,
0: like, quite a complex, gross little man in the in the last episode. But now he's gone full maniacal.
1: Oh, now it's like... It's not even just like, oh, the cops are a bit corrupt. It's not even about... A little bit of corruption. This guy's a maniac. This is not... He's evil. Yeah, yeah. I don't like... We can we can talk about cops till the Catless come home about corruption or whatever. But this guy isn't just a corrupt cop. This guy's, like, an absolute fucking maniac.
0: Like, last episode... It, it was quite confronting. Yeah. Its realism and and the way he was, the weakness yeah. of 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 someone like him, you know, in that sort of relationship. This week he's like calling Clemente. He's like, I'm watching you, yeah, Clemente. It's like a, yeah, it's
1: like, <laughs> it's like, like he's, <laughs> he's like this, he's like he honestly like a Disney villain. There's a shot where Clemente's on the phone with him, and then Clemente looks up and he's in the car and he's like pretending to shoot him with, with a finger gun. I'm gonna get guns. you, Clemente. I'm gonna get oh, oh. you see like it's, Ooh, it's on very me. very still skin like yeah
0: he's,
1: he's like a wily little gnome now
0: yeah he's on to him but he's there but thank god she woke up i liked her
1: yeah i'm a big fan of her
0: she and i was like i hope they don't kill her off to make you know i'm like all right they're oh. gonna do this together this is gonna happen
1: and but i i would have been crushed if clemente's storyline was that he went to jail for murder oh that my he god. didn't commit so, at least at this point, we know she's alive, so she can vouch for him. I have a theory, though. Oh. I have a theory. I have two. Two. So, these are... I haven't watched any episodes beyond this episode. So yeah. like, I just, like, I swear to God, one of these theories comes true. The well, first wait, one... What?
0: It's happened.
1: The first one is just that she lies and says Clemente did it because... She she's decides that of, she, she's scared of Bobby. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, and he threatens her or something and says, I'm going to X, it's Y, and Z.
0: Characters named Bobby. Bobby. They're always called Bobby. Like a cop, Bobby. But Bobby in American shows, if someone's called Bobby. Bad boy. Get him
1: uh, out of the house. Yeah. So I feel about Nathan's. I've spoken about that before. Anyway. Uh, what was I saying on my theories? Bobby. No. <laughs> I was talking about my theories. Yeah, but about so, Bobby. Yeah, but about Bobby. So, so I think that she's, she's going to lie because Bobby. she's scared of Bobby or she wants to go back with Bobby if she lies. And he's like, I didn't fucking do it. Like, I didn't do it. And he gets pulled away. Yeah. The other theory. Yeah. And hear me out. Is that it's possible that all of this was created in Clemente's head and that he's gone a bit fucking insane. No,
0: this is too much.
1: No, I think that it could be... The way Because I'm trying to justify why they decided to make him an insane junkie. Um, oh,
0: okay,
1: yeah. And I think that it's possible that Clemente's... like, Because they're always talking about the big secret. Where did he come from? What's his secrets? Like, he's got a past or whatever. Is that maybe it's possible that he did shoot Jody? No. And that the story we saw of Bobby shooting... Because we saw it. We saw the vision for Bobby, whatever. Is actually one that Clemente created in his head. Do you know what
0: I was thinking about last episode? Or that
1: Jody doesn't exist at all. Maybe I'm thinking about this too much.
0: Yeah, because they saw J- Jody.
1: Yeah, but maybe he's dreamed it all.
0: But then, like, people have talked about Clemente and Jody in scenes that Clemente's not
1: in. That's true. Okay, scrap that last bit.
0: But here's what I was going to say, is I was thinking about it and I thought, wouldn't it have been interesting in the last episode if we didn't see the whole Clemente snorting? That's what I thought. Butt? And, like, the first time we see Clemente is he drives back into the hospital with his partner, with this woman, and she's been shot and he's been shot, and we have the same doubt that they have?
1: Yes, but then we would never have gotten the snorting, like, racking lines off her bare bottom. I'm
0: talking, like, structurally. I'm glad we got to see him snort cocaine off off his lover's bottom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am personally thrilled that we got to see him snort lines... Of was a buttocks. five
0: Leguizamas. Yeah,
1: that gave it five. We, gave, we had a Leguizama-rama last week.
0: Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I loved that. Mm-hmm. But structurally, it would have been a bit interesting if we were like, did he? Didn't he? Yeah. And then like she woke up and we find out he didn't.
1: Oh, delicious. But I would
0: hate to feel those things about Clemente. I love Clemente.
1: I know, but I feel like something's going something's to happen. It's going to be a twist. I sense a twist. And I honestly think my my first thought is, is that Jody's going to lie. Yeah. I think yeah. that that could happen. That, that'll break my heart. Break my heart. But we also know that we don't have a lot of episodes left of Clemente. Yeah. I think we've got about five. That's quite a few. Yeah, that's a, so many. And in network television. Oh, my God. I like, mean, it's only we, been. That's like five Clementes. It's only been nine episodes or some shit of the other we've watched. And already we've gotten like seven versions of the one man.
0: But I think they've settled in now. Mm. Here's I, what I reckon is going to happen, Mish. Mm. I think it's going to get more worse before it gets better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I reckon the corrupt cop stuff is going to get really bad. But I hope, and I think there are going to be twists, reveals that he's a worse man than we think. But I believe and I hope that he the, he leaves the show because he leaves with her. I mm. hope that they leave together to have a happier life, maybe on the West Coast.
1: That's nice.
0: That's what I'm hoping for. And if I don't get that, you know, that'll be all the more, you know, riveting and tragic. But I do hope that, that he runs.
1: Up They're a lovely the West couple. Coast. I like her vibe. I like. She's her She's got energy. such a cool. I want She's to be friends good for with Clemente. her. I like her a lot more than a bunch of the cunts that work at the hospital. Nah. Some of them are real cunts.
0: Rudy Judy's.
1: Rudy Judy's. Um, They're very much loving um, 8 Mile having a lot of screen time during this season as well. Love 8 Mile. Yeah, he's he's great. It's funny, though, because we do call him 8 Mile, but just so everyone knows that when we do say 8 Mile, what I'm really thinking is um, love interest from the movie Honey, Mm -hmm. the Jessica Alba dance film.
0: I never saw Honey.
1: Oh, it's great. (laughs) It's very good. Jessica Alba is a dancer, and she falls in love with the guy who owns a barbershop, and that is 8 Mile. And... um, they do kisses in a barber chair. That's nice. Yeah, but he's he's a but all these guys hit on her because she's such a good dancer. But he was respectful. That's nice. Yeah, but he was also great in Eight Mile.
0: Very good in Eight Mile. Eight Mile, I had not seen until I watched it for the first time very recently. Oh, it's very good. Really good film.
1: Very powerful. How amazing is Britney Murphy in that film? Really
0: good, and and Eminem is really good in that.
1: So film. good.
0: It. Do you know what I love about that movie? Is it he, that he doesn't get discovered, he doesn't go off and become Eminem at the end of the movie? Mm. It, the movie, that character could just as well continue living the life he lives. And I really love that. I love that mm. they didn't take a movie about Eminem's life and make mm. it like a story of how you can get out of those circumstances. No, it's just a dude living. Because it's like, you know, it's fucking hard mm-hmm. in Detroit. <laughs> I imagine I've never been to Detroit.
1: Yeah, but it's just a dude living his life.
0: And I also love that they have all those scenes in that car park in the abandoned theater because that's the coolest mm. fucking building in the isn't entire
1: it great? World. I love that scene. And I think we've talked so about there. this previously, but that scene where um, everyone's heaving shit on this lady at the food truck, mm. and Eminem steps in to defends her yeah. with sick raps.
0: With wraps,
1: yeah, he does. He defends her with wraps,
0: not wraps, not chicken not Caesar wraps,
1: but ra- like wrapping. You
0: have to when you watch that movie. How would you defend
1: someone with a wrap?
0: With a chicken wrap, yeah. You just go here, you go guys, and they go yum, and then you walk away. Yeah, you walk away.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, <laughs> you go, come on, come on. You run away. <laughs> You're, Hurry
1: up! Hurry up! Let's they're eating, they're eating their wraps.
0: Because it's 2005 because they'll be like, oh, my God, this sweet chili chicken wrap. And this is more healthy than a sandwich. And like, come on, it's going to take them 10 <laughs> oh, years yeah. to realize yeah. it isn't. Yeah,
1: it's exactly <laughs> the fucking same. Come on.
0: So, but the one thing you have to do when you watch 8 Mile is you have to remember this exists in a world where 8 Mile didn't come out and wasn't hugely successful. And 8 Mile
1: was out by now.
0: No, no. When you're watching Eight Mile, oh, the movie Eight Mile. I'm not talking about the character. I thought you were talking about ER. Sorry. I'm talking about the movie Eight Mile. When you watch Eight Mile, you have to remember that this this movie is set in a world Mm. before Eight Mile came out and completely ruined rap battles.
1: Mm. Oh yes.
0: Because rap battles, for us as you know, middle class Australians, yeah. Don't have the luster. No. The cool. No. The way out. Yeah. That they have in this film.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was also the first movie to do battles. And then after that came a lot of dance battles. Oh, yeah. And they loved a dance battle film.
0: In this film, rap battles are cool. Oh, yeah. Because at that time, rap battles were cool. Yes. But because of this film, rap battles are now not cool. No, they're not cool. Because of the film. Yeah. Where they are cool.
1: Do you think that after this movie, there was a bunch of different high schools and different places around the world that instead of getting into punchlines, like, we're going to do a rap battle?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I can show you the footage. Yeah. Of... There's, like, the funniest video on the internet is of, like, these two, like white boys in like outer suburban Melbourne having a rap battle.
1: Oh God.
0: And it's the funniest video. I'll see if I can find it. I'll show you I after went to this. It's so funny. I went
1: to university with a guy who um used to do freestyle rap <laughs> on the weekends and stuff. <laughs> I will say no more. Remember
0: Joel Turner? Remember. Of course. Who
1: and, and Joel Turner, Turner was a talent
0: The issue around Joel Turner was the society just being like, what is this beat boxing? Yeah. Like Everyone was like, wait, so you use your mouth Mm. to make the sounds of record scratches of beats? Wow.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible and new. Let's now find 50 other people that can do it and just put them all on television. There were so many oh, beatboxes. They, they loved him. They did, I think they did a TV show. They were like, find the best beatboxer. If we
0: ever do another recaps, I want to do um, Aussie Idol. Australian Idol, and I want to do the Denny season. Of...
1: I want to do Denny of uh, great. But an Grey's. Aussie
0: Idol would also be very, very funny. It would, babe, got...
1: there was a, that was on six nights a week. <laughs> With the Denny one, that's like a quick tenet.
0: Yeah, that's like a good, like little keep, keep side project. Side project
1: keep recaps people listening to we'll go, the recaps. A hey,
0: recaps are still going and coming up next. Yeah, Australian Idol.
1: I really think, genuinely, as I'm looking, we could have this. We could have this chat at a meeting, but oh, I think we it. should consider doing Grey's Anatomy. I'd oh, like I love
0: to, Danny. Yeah,
1: it would literally be 45 minutes of fun watchings on yeah. Grey's Anatomy, yeah. and then 45 minute chat with me extra a week. Although we are finding it quite difficult to do to the find fun, the
0: time to find to the watch. time to
1: do. ER.
0: ER, yeah. So it's more of that, but that's fine.
1: I'm um, I have a question for our listeners, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I would like to know what you would like us to watch after ER, because I've forgotten that other things exist. Yeah. So let us know if there's something. Don't say the pest. We're going to watch the pest. We will watch the pest. We're going
0: to watch Chef. I've watched Chef, I think, one and a half times since I've started doing this podcast. I have podcast. not
1: watched Moulin Rouge and I want to so bad.
0: I keep putting off Moulin Rouge.
1: Yeah, because I'm waiting for the right time, right guest, right, like right posse. Yeah. To be doing Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I get it. But I'm fucking excited for it. How about Leguistamos? You want to throw them out there? Four. Okay. That's a, I reckon the same. Yeah. It's not a five. It's nah. definitely not a five. There was too much up in the air. I don't feel like anything was resolved except Jodie waking up.
0: Noah Wileramos.
1: Oh, cheeky bloody five. That's
0: five Noah Wileys. Oh,
1: it is worth noting as well that in this episode, um, fucking Clemente, Johnny Legs, was like, I really want my job back, I really want my job back. And Practical Magic, who decides on that stuff because he runs the AR, is like, I'm not giving it back. Until you do a druggy test, mm. he goes. I want a psych evaluation and a drug test. You cannot have your drug back. And John Legs was almost like, "That's bullshit." Even though, of course, you need to do a psych and a drug test if you want to be a doctor. And you had to get restrained. Yeah, like you abs- But away. also, that, that's that, that's just what you have to do in that industry. Absolute madman. It's but, completely um, fair. So I think the next episode is going to be Clemente Johnny Legs doing a psych evaluation and a drug test.
0: Do you know what? I'm ready to be disappointed. I think next episode, he's not going to be in it much.
1: Ugh, if I reckon he's, not- he's
0: just going to be like around and like maybe he's mm. a bit back or like it's not a big thing. I reckon there's going to... I think we've got to put up... I think mm. we've got to get a couple of like lines here and there to fill us in for a few eps now. I think we're all back right. to that for a little bit. I'm just prepared for it. So
1: I'm prepared I'm prepared for him to just not be in the next episode, then rock up in fucking episode 19, yeah, and then op- rock up in episode 19 and all of a sudden he's an old man or something. Yeah. He just completely <laughs> changes <his> fucking character. <laughs> anyway, um also <laughs> this is a genuine this is genuine request. Um, I'm finding it really difficult to find photos of Victor Clemente in ER get up for Instagram photos. Love that. If anyone can come up with any i honestly I've exhausted Google images. Yeah. I've searched Victor Clemente, I've searched John Leguizamo ER. I'm running out of images of Victor Clemente. If you could please send through your images of Victor Clemente yep. to the at Mission Zach Instagram, yep. I would be I will shout you out. Just
0: take a photo next time you're watching.
1: No, it doesn't look as good. I can't do it. Okay. Anyways, we love you.
0: Thank you so much for <laughs> you uh, listening. Them. Um, Say you love them. uh, I don't believe in stoking parasocial relationships. I want you to know that I give you this entertainment and I hope you enjoy it because I love you.
1: Hey, Tom, (laughs) um, can you please play something from 8 Mile?
0: Something from 8 Mile... Mish, I think Replay Festival is still about to happen. It's definitely, yeah. If this is coming out. Oh, yeah.
1: Come along to Comedy... If you're in Melbourne, come along to Comedy Republic on July 8th at like 6pm, I think, and you can see Soy Fat White, which was the show I did for Comedy Festival, which did very, very well, Um, and it's going to be like the last time I do it in a really, really long time, so please come.
0: And I don't know if I've done... I don't know if I've done Romeo... Not Romeo and Juliet. I wouldn't do that without you. Batman and Robin yet, mm-hmm. but I I don't know when this is coming out. But I think it's still yet to come. So come watch Batman and Robin. It is going to at be at Lido the most Cinema. Fun. Lido Cinemas info on my uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's going to be the blast, um, Mish. Mm. It's always a pleasure working with you. I have to pee. All right. Here is uh,
1: eight mile.
0: Eight mile.